that's a good relationship. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's about taking, um, you know, coffee and design. It's uh, it's about taking um, a lot of different elements and bringing them together to find something that's better than some other parts. Um, yeah. So it's through this obsession that we met this great gentleman that's meant to be up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we needed the money. <laughs> this is better left unexplained. I think that's completely out of context. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the bit of time to take it in. <laughs> yeah, as as Colin said, um, you know, this was this was very very on that relationship. So yeah, we we kind of hung out with him in the lobby of his building and learned about what he does, he learned about what we do, um, and we built up a really good relationship that eventually led to us working on Grand Canal Street, which is, yeah, it was a good development of a relationship that involved it. <laughs> <laughs> is there a calendar about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we're going to talk through the process of how we sort of get to things. So, um, we have explained our, you know, obsessed with detail, but you know, what we do for every project, what we do with Colin, what we do with over down the road, or whether it's uh, the group head display that's down there, as we go through a series of processes and, you know, we sort of try and visualize what we want to achieve and then find out how we're going to do that through um, basically uh, generating ideas. So this is crucial to everything we do, um, and that can come wherever or whatever it is. But basically we'll sit down and chat, usually over coffee, and sketch something out or talk about something that we've seen, how it could be better, why it's you know bad or whatever it might be. And um, yeah, we'll just log all these down and then you know try and develop them or we'll keep some for another project or we'll use it for the current project that we're supposed to be talking about. But um, yeah. Yeah, so after all this sort of idea generation and excitement, um, words quickly start to kind of fall short of what we're trying to convey to each other. We're sort of you know back and forth, lots of different ideas, and it's quite exciting. But then we end up trying to you know explain things with our hands, and that's when we start sketching, and, and we use it as a, a really good communication tool, and in sort of describing details or mechanisms or different forms that we can't really talk about. And, and through that, it's become a really important sort of language unto itself that we can sort of sit down and sort of. Make noises at each other and draw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, and then we scribble on each other's notebooks and stuff. Yeah. It's just a really nice way of communicating, and it allows us to really quickly sort of mock up and develop different ideas. Um, so that you know, those ideas would be nowhere if we didn't research things. So, uh, I guess because we're obsessive, like most people in coffee, that we spend you know, you know, twenty hours a day or all most of our time either designing something or looking at design blogs or reading about something or talking to somebody else in design and bouncing around ideas and that kind of in one way is a, a way of researching things and then just being inspired by uh, you know buildings or walkways and again crappy things um, you know it's really integral part of what we do and it's never you know in college you're kind of taught to research at the beginning and then you do that and then you do the rest of your work but we constantly research throughout projects and it'll be uh, relevance one day and then we'll see something and kind of pull that aside and think about that for something else and 
you know, we, we tend to mess around with a lot of things that have nothing to do with what we're doing, which probably slows us down a little bit, but in the long run, it's, uh, it's worthwhile. Yeah, so materials are obviously a crucial part of what we do. Um, and uh, we try now to develop a materials palette for each client that we work with. So materials that are suitable to the job and to their sort of ethos. Um, so for Colin um, and his ethos, you know, which is kind of starting small and only growing when you can. Um, so you know, starting in the lobby of this building, soon taking over the ground floor and then moving out to Grand Canal. We had this PFAMP material, so it's a sort of a modular, <coughs> flexible um, series of uh, joints and pipes that can be cut to whatever length. Um, so it reflected sort of Colin's ethos to be able to grow whenever he, he wanted to. So he didn't have a set, you know, set of furniture. He could, you know, with the drawings, he could build more furniture as he needed to, which he did for outside Grand Canal. Um, and it, it was also, it's kind of an honest material. It's not <coughs> sort of, show you in any way. So it's, it is what it is. And then, yeah, we sort of work within the limits of that material uh, to develop some kind of industrial and Yeah, so um, working with that material and, you know, throughout our sketches and so on, this is the, the most important question we ask ourselves constantly is, uh, what if we do this or what if we do that and that? very quickly elevates a okay idea into a really good idea. So we'll, for example, with the key clamp stuff, uh, it was only ever used really that we were aware of at 90 degree angles. And then we sort of said, well, what if we put it at an angle? Because the legs of the table should be at an angle. They look much better. And then that led to us going, okay, well, how do we do that? And then, you know, what if we did it that way and that way? And that builds up and that's where we sort of get to where we, we got. And, um, and what we did, so first of all, because it's, Material that you can look up in a catalog and it's, it's you know set bunch of forms. We could essentially um, design from a catalog, which we did initially without actually getting the material. Um, and then when we finally got our hands on it, um, all of our designs were basically unusable um, because we didn't understand the limitations of the materials. So it sort of taught us that it's quite important to research materials and get your hands on it. Yeah, and something that's obviously important through everything we do, um, and everything anyone does in anything in life, <laughs> um, in coffee, you know, you need you need balance. Um, but uh, in everything we do, it's quite important composition and balance, um, and balance in terms of colours, <coughs> you know, black or white, um, or in positive or negative space, or you know, hard and soft materials, as you can see in the light. Um, yeah, it's, it's integral to everything we do. You hear coffee people talk about the cup having less balance as well, so I guess it's relevant there. <laughs> and it's something we try and achieve in every aspect of what we do. So uh, this is the logo for Billy Hubbard down the road, and this is, you know, uh, we took on the whole aspect of their design project. And it's to find that balance of, you know, white black, or whether it's the balance between the typography or whatever it might be, but it's it's a composition that's really crucial, and if you know, we could spend hours debating over a couple of millimeters on a, something, and that's uh, really crucial in what we do. And the next slide, this is a uh, food from a dinner we did with Pete, he's a chef here, or barista, sorry, apologies. Um, but you know, whether it's designing food or if it's designing interiors or furniture or, you know, whatever kind of machinery, balance is crucial in uh, the composition of it or uh, 
how you would taste it or how you would interact with it, the ergonomics of it, it's all about getting that balance right between one material or another, or feel or another. Um, yeah, so I guess this is the kind of egotistical part of it, uh, where it comes down to the control over it. So we do like to have a lot of control uh, in terms of how it's made or, you know, what materials they are, or the colour of the bolts, or, you know, you know, we spent about two days picking the bolts for this table. Um, I've never changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's things like this that get us to where we want to get, and we achieve the things that we want to achieve is down to this control and obsession over it, and obsession over the details, and having that control can um, sort of elevate an okay idea or an okay product to uh, hopefully an outstanding product. Down to the sort of balance again. Like if we, you know, do all the work on furniture and someone else takes care of the interior, like paint or whatever, and it doesn't complement the furniture, it's not a good balance. Yeah, we're control freaks. <laughs> yeah, and it's all. I mean, everything we've gotten to do is all thanks to clients. Um, and uh, yeah, and trust people. People trust us um, to have full control over over products. I think the trust comes from. I was talking to them and talking through our ideas, but mainly from our previous work, our previous experience. And we've done, we managed to do a lot in a very small space of time. And it's because I think Colin trusted us to take on Grand Canal. And uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was scary, you know, and I wouldn't have trusted us, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no experience. <laughs> we had a relationship and, and it worked. And, it's thanks to that that we've been able to do everything else. You know, it's great to have a space that you can bring people and say, this is what we've done, this is what we're capable of. Mm. And uh, yeah, every new space needs to want more clients. Yeah. So this was um, a warehouse up at the Docklands, actually near Grand Canal Street, which is kind of funny, uh, where they had this empty, vast space and they're an internet company and said, we need some office space. And uh, they kind of just gave us a warehouse, which is really scary. Um, because they just asked for desks we, you know, went a little beyond that, but it was necessary. And that was, you know, through that process again of, of figuring out the problems with the brief that the client might not be aware of. So they said desks, and we said, well, no, you, you can't put desks in there. It was massive space, and you'd be, you know, freezing, you know, mentally and physically, and if you just sit at a desk in that space. So, yeah, for that reason, we took on a lot more for the same price as making a bunch of desks. <laughs> um, so I guess bringing it back to coffee uh, one thing we've, we've kind of been obsessed with and I remember talking to Colin about this I wrote an essay in college about a Chemex before I touched one or had a coffee out of one because I loved it as an object and uh, I remember Colin said oh have you ever seen this before it's Chemex and I went yeah um, and I guess that led us to sort of exploring other objects and coffee and machinery and finding ones that we like and ones we really dislike and uh, yeah so our kind of I guess interest would be keep making things in coffee and the fact that we did more coffee shops than Brother Hubbard and uh, yeah it's just a really nice industry to be involved in and for us to design in that industry is something because we're, we're passionate about it and we know what it means to the people that work in it. It's, uh, it's quite, it incorporates a lot of technical aspects as well as aesthetic um, aspects so it's it's a nice challenge to sort of, we'd, we'd like to design sort of implements for, for coffee production and um, because we're interested in the, the science behind it, but also how it look. And it's quite important to, if you have a good idea to make sure it works and then make sure it looks good. 
that we had some really, really wonderful arguments. Like arguments that will treasure forever ago. <laughs> like where it was kind of like, really? And I go, yeah, really? And I was, it was, but yeah, at some stage I, I had to, like, I'm a firm believer that sometimes when you, you have to acknowledge straight away when you can't do something. And I know how things work, but I, I can't make them look pretty, unless it's laughing or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, and these guys could do that, and I'd seen them make pretty things in different areas, so it was kind of like, oh, pull my eyes, you know, put my fingers in my ears and just jump, you know? <laughs> Any other questions? One more? Yeah, yeah that was the uh, This might be a bit silly. Um, I think it matters to a lot of people in this room that when we make coffee, we make coffee as well as possible, you know, as amazing as possible. And, uh, and obviously from that, it matters a lot to you that when you, when you choose those bulbs, they are the perfect bulb for that, for that job. How much does it matter to you that other people there, not just the client, but other people notice? Sometimes people don't even realize it, and they're not conscious of it, but they're aware that a lot of care has gone into something, and that's down to the tiny details and how they look. Uh, they all they all come together to form sort of a an aesthetic, okay. and you might not notice those little ones that we spent ages on, but without those, it wouldn't look as good. And so the whole thing, whether you can appreciate it for every detail or not, but you, you tend to notice that it's something a little bit better than something else. It's like hiding cables. People people think it's okay to drop cables down, you know, from the ceiling or whatever. But <laughs> and it's, it's the wrong room. <laughs> <system. laughs> but you know, hide it. If you can hide it, hide it. It's just details that all come together. Yeah. Any other questions? Jen, the question? Can I purchase a few of those prints over there? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on commission. <laughs> so um, while you talk over through uh, what's, what's at the back here, and I suppose the best way to do it would be if everybody has a look on their way out or at the echo. Uh, so Colin asked us a while ago to do something creative, I guess, uh, to do with coffee. And uh, we talked about something we wanted to do ages ago, which is make an exhibition about bolts and screws and nuts and so on. So we thought we'd do the same thing with coffee, but uh, we were lucky enough to be given group heads from the new machine. Um, to take apart, and what we did was we took it all apart, analyzed each piece, uh, rebuilt it in a 3D modeling program. You probably could have just gotten those files from the guys. Yeah. But it's a nice process, you know. We yeah. we understand And each one is uh, so we did a series of drawings from those, which are laser engraved onto uh, some gray boards, and they're all for sale now. If anybody wants in, we'll take orders. Oh, one last thing about the balance issue. It's like there were terms of balance in terms of design, but what about in terms of like functionality, durability, and aesthetics, and trying to balance all that together? Is that like a? Yeah, yeah, I should that's probably point out at this stage that Tom effectively lives in Grand Canal Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's you know, I mean, it's it's every aspect from its ergonomics. So I mean, we could have you know metal and wood, but if that doesn't work functionally, then we're not going to use it. Uh, 
massive impact. Yeah, the electrician wouldn't wire up those those lights because he was waiting on fire. They haven't yet. No. <laughs> yeah, there's compromises made, you know, for for that reason, for functional and safety reasons. But you know, working a Grand Canal. Do you have any complaints about it? <laughs> Nothing that I think you know should be spoken about. <laughs> I think uh, yesterday when we decided that we needed a table for the judges' competition, and um, it was like. Uh, and we were under pressure to get delivery out and everything yesterday and I came into Tom and I said, right, we need this table, we need it to the pepper and he was like, okay, right, we'll take that apart, stick that in there, that'll fold up, that'll go on the van, take that one from downstairs, that'll go there and we just rearranged the whole bar and it's all, the whole idea behind the design is that it's plumb click and that everything moves and the power of water is disconnects and because anyone that runs a coffee bar knows that everything goes wrong all the time and you have to change things all the time and fix things and it's a constantly evolving process so that was kind of the initial brief at the start so I think um, that alone is, uh, is kind of a testament to the guys so um, I think uh, yeah, it's been an excellent